After a long year of cancellation and postponements, we are finally seeing the return of live events. And what a perfect timing! The Couture Inglesa Festival is back with a bang, bringing together some of the most exciting cultural attractions from the British culture. But with so much to see and do, it can be hard to know where to start. So, is this year's edition of the festival worth checking out? I am Caio Copato, English teacher at Cultura Inglesa São Paulo, and I have a passion for cultural events. I am Liliane Rebelo, executive director of Culture and Society at Cultura Inglesa, and I'm also passionate about the festival, about cultural connections and exchanges. And I believe art has the power to change the way we experience the world. And I am William Bueno, I'm also an English teacher at Cultura Inglesa São Paulo, and I've been an avid Cultura Inglesa festival attendee for over 10 years. And this is Cultura Inglesa Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa Podcast. Today, we are discussing one of the most eagerly anticipated events of the year, the Cultura Inglesa Festival. From Paula Lima and Lineker singing songs in Portuguese and English, to the Scottish Dance Theatre, from the fashion show of Vivienne Westwood, to the Water Music Orchestra, there is something for everyone at this year's festival. And of course, we can't forget the contest of short films, slam poetry, and 12 British New Wave films. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Liliane, thank you very much for accepting our invitation. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure. Likewise, it's a pleasure too. Thanks for inviting me, guys. That's nice. So, Liliane, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe a brief overview of what the Cultura Inglesa Festival is? Yes, so absolutely. So, my name is Liliane. As you know, you can call me Lily if you want. Um, and I am the leader uh, of culture and society area at Cultura Inglesa. Uh, the area is uh, responsible for organizing this amazing festival. By the way, the Cultura Inglesa Festival is the largest event focused on UK culture and English language in Latin America. Did you know that, guys? Wow. Wow. That's all yeah. Latin America. <laughs> Latin America. It's the, it's the largest uh, by far. Um, wow. Basically, the festival is a multidisciplinary festival. Uh, completely free, open for not only our students but also to all communities we are um, we are present. All the states now with a digital platform, um, so it's a hybrid. This 26th edition, 26 years, <laughs> amazing, isn't it? To celebrate 26 yeah. years of a festival, we will have a hybrid event offering a digital program on a very brand new online platform developed for the festival 
but also a series of face-to-face -face events across the venues in Sao Paulo. Uh, the festival's program uh, reflects the spirit and the intention of Cultura Inglesa to celebrate differences, to offer a space for multicultural and intercultural exchange, using language, using English as a bridge language, and to represent in a broader way what we perceive and know as UK or British culture. After all, the aspects that define this British culture and other cultures go far beyond the clichés and the commonplace. So the festival comes to shake those perceptions and also, of course, give us a lot of fun. Wow, that's fantastic. That's great. And it's important to emphasize that it's part of our mission as an institute to disseminate the British culture in our mm -hmm. country. Yeah. And we've been doing that so well for the past 26 years. Wow, that's something not to be ignored, isn't it? Definitely. Well, yes, absolutely. I, I, I'm curious to ask Bill which event he's most excited to see at this year's festival. Uh -huh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there are quite a few. I, 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 first, you know, as I said in the introduction, I, I have been going to the Cultura Inglesa Festival as an, as an attendee uh, since uh, 2011. Um, and, you know, it's, it's great to be back to the face-to-face -face events because I really miss this. We, we, we had uh, some events during the pandemic, right, uh, also. Uh, that, that Cultura Inglesa promoted, but obviously 100% uh, digital because of the circumstances. And now it's going to be the first major event, like back to face to face and everything. So it's going to be great to meet uh, my colleagues there. Uh, I always uh, run into a few students as well, uh, you know, uh, at the event. So uh, I'm really excited uh, about it. Uh, well, I, I even shared, uh, coincidentally, I even shared because uh, you've been uh, letting, uh, for the past few days, you've been letting out a few spoilers, right, of the <laughs> yeah. the events that are coming. And, and uh, a few days ago, I, I saw uh, on, on social media, like Cultura Inglesa social networks, that there's going to be the... Um, British uh, New Wave Festival, like of, of cinema, right? Yes. Is that the, the, that, that's the name, right? <laughs> yes, New British. Um, it's called New British Wave. New British Wave, yes. 12 films of classic British culture yes. on cinema at Cinemateca. Another spoiler for Cinemateca, you guys exactly. who's listening <laughs> to the podcast. And I shared this. I shared these on my, you know, social networks and uh, some of some of my followers, I have, you know, a lot of them, about 15. No, I'm joking, but um, anyway, <laughs> some of them, they, 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 re they reacted, you know, and uh, it was really cool. I, I think this is going to be one of the highlights uh, because, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of cinema. We've had lots of episodes uh, in our podcast, right, Caio, dedicated to yes. cinema and, you know, analyzing movies and trends. So. I think it's going to be a great one. Amazing. Awesome. Can I give you another spoiler? We have just oh, decided, we have just decided oh. literally like a last minute uh, decision uh, from the festival team that um, one or two sessions of this British New Wave 
um, showcase will be open air. Uh, so I can't give you more spoilers, but imagine like, yeah, just being on the garden at Cinematec, which is a beautiful venue in Sao Paulo. Wow. Uh, yeah, wow. just sitting on, on your kanga, on your uh, bed towel, <laughs> whatever, or just on the grass, because a beautiful grass there. And I hope it doesn't rain, but wow. uh, it's promising to be a very good uh, night watching uh, the films uh, on open air space. This is, wow, this, I can't this is the wow, experience. what a thrilling experience it will be. Wow, just yeah. just to think of it, I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And 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 Lily, uh, other than that, uh, what what do you think makes the Culture Inglesa Festival unique compared to two other cultural events in general? Everything, Kyle. <laughs> Well, first of all, um, uh, you all know that the festival has changed uh, over the, the past uh, few years. Not only because of the pandemic and the circumstances that we went through, um, pushing us uh, to make a festival more accessible digitally and also um, uh, more tuned in with the times that we are living and facing. So this festival now, the 26th festival, um, is very updated and is very uh, is, is very tuned in to the avant-garde scene of British culture. So we have a platform, we have a festival with a program that celebrates the artistic, the cultural, the educational, the social and the technological uh, initiatives um, of this exchange between UK and Brazil. So the festival uh, is unique because it aims to offer an original set of events, contents, experiences for all ages and tastes um, and profiles. This collection of artistic and cultural interventions include, includes cutting-edge works, innovative arts research pro produced by artists, thinkers, cultural agents, and has an unprecedented number of partnerships with world-renowned cultural institutions from both Brazil and United Kingdom. So it's kind of, uh, the festival has become an amazing uh, cultural diplomacy platform. Um, so we can experience at first hand the best, the best of the art and culture from Brazil and from UK. Uh, and that's very unique. No, no other festival has, uh, has this program to offer. Not that I know of. If you know any, please let me know. Uh, but yes, it, it's, it's all of that. And a little bit more which I won't say because I, I want the audience to see themselves. Fantastic. Yes, just don't, don't, don't just give it all for free. You have to come and experience yourself. Yes. <laughs> and, Although uh, it's free, yeah. <laughs> for you to experience, it's also free, but I want you to come. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, very important. That should not go unnoticed. <laughs> And uh, Bill, you you've you've been to previous editions of the festival, haven't you? Definitely. Uh, what were your highlights? What were your favorite moments? I've I've been to the I've been to several events that the festival 
you know has promoted um, and, and I think it's interesting to to point out again as I, I I've always done with my students you know and friends that uh, people used to associate I mean some people used to associate Cultura Inglesa Festival with only one or two days but it, it runs for a whole month so there are tons of uh, activities as we have been you know uh, discussing here uh, and I've been to lots of these events as an attendee, right? As a, as a fan, let's say. But, but I've also had the privilege to present, uh, to, 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 you know, to be in charge of a few events. And, and definitely a highlight for me uh, was uh, in 2018. Uh, because the, one of the... Um, the events that we had that year was the Kids Festival. It was called Kids Festival. It was at Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros. And uh, I was invited to present a workshop, a 45-minute workshop uh, about video games. And, I mean, if you have, uh, if you have been a, a listener, you know, for a while of the podcast, you know that Caio and I, we are huge fans of video games. We get carried away, actually, when we start talking about them. The, the longest episodes, I think, <laughs> we've had so far have been about this topic. And then I had the privilege to... But, but I swear uh, it wasn't a monologue, okay, that day, because I it was really interactive. So there were like tons of kids there and they were going crazy and I, I prepared some quizzes like they had to uh, find out uh, the, the, the like the, the music from some games and the characters we also worked with some video game vocabulary hardware uh, and software uh, you know so it was really really cool it was an, a fantastic experience it was it was a Sunday it, it was on a Sunday you know it was really it's something really different, you know, uh, uh -huh. from what I uh, what I'm used to. And anyway, uh, it was great. And 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 as a as an attendee, I remember one that was in at uh, Centro Cultural Vergueiro. I think we are having a few events there. Yes. Too. I don't know if I can say that. One of the venues. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the yeah. And I went to Centro Cultural Vergueiro. Uh, I remember it was a Sunday as well. And there was this interactive exhibition of British, the history of British music. And there was a booth that you had, you could actually enter. And there was this uh, kind of like a virtual reality thing with the timeline of British music. And you, you went through all the decades, you know, so you had like all those um, idols like Bowie and, and you know, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. And, and it was really, really cool. Uh, and, and, and also the, the more recent stuff, you know, like Arctic Monkeys and Blur. I mean, it's not that recent, you know, but, you know, for my age. Anyway, and then um, you got the idea. You are was, 72, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give or take, give or take. I'm not going to, you know, say the, the exact, but it was amazing. You're and, and well, was, you look young. <laughs> oh, thank you. So it's the filters. Yeah, we are using some yeah. filters here uh, with the cameras. That was, I think, 20... 12 or 2013 i think long time ago as well uh, so I, I have really fond memories of that uh, exhibition at saint cultural vergueiro amazing maybe we can think about something about game um gaming for next year's edition oh. now that i know you are you are the guy you know, to be involved and consulted you know who to invite <laughs> exactly 
Caio and I, we, we are bound to do a good job, right, Caio? Uh, you know, absolutely. And the topic is video games. Absolutely. I would just have to be really careful not to turn into a lecturer, as you mentioned, because we do we do carry away when the when the sub video are video games. Uh, excellent. Now, guys, I would like to propose us to play a little game. It goes like this. We're going to give each other tips um, describing one of the events of the festival without mentioning the attraction. And the others need to guess which event we are talking about. What do you say? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> Great. So, Lily, would you like to go first? Yes, I'm good at it. Huh? So, <laughs> there will be a very special event at Centro Cultural São Paulo, um, oh. celebrating an icon of pop fashion culture. Um, someone that died actually last year. So, hence our uh, one of the reasons why we decided to celebrate her work and in life. Mm -hmm. Do you know who is that person, Bill? Look, I, I must confess, I'm not a huge fan of fashion. You know, uh, um, if you have seen me already face to face, you know that I'm not the best, you know, dresser. But uh, I remember reading about it. Uh, I think it's something westwood her name am, am i right yes you are and i was gonna say that she vivian westwood um vivian she westwood. um she made the transit the bridge between um uh, um the most uh, kind of uh, the most uh, uh historical uh, um, uh, waves and, and movements of fashion like punk to Ooh to the uh, Alta Costura, to the uh, Haiko, how, how do you call Alta Costura? In... I think it's Haute Couture. Yeah, Haute Couture. Couture, yes, in French. <laughs> Pardon my French, guys. But yeah, so she she is very known for making this bridge uh, between punk and, um, and Alta Costura, so she's going to be celebrated this year's, uh, this year's festivals edition with an amazing... Awesome amazing and iconic uh, event, performance event, uh, with two big names as well from Brazil that I won't tell because I want you to go there and see yourself. Oh, yeah. Now I'm curious. Uh, all right, so my turn now. What about this one? This one I'm really, really excited about, you know, this event. I really want to go. I really want to check it out. Oh, I'm sorry. I think this one is digital, actually. But anyway, I'm going to, you know, make some popcorn and put on my best headphones for this because it's about music. And the name of the event has something to do with one of the four elements of matter yeah do you remember captain planet I, i'm it's captain planet the name of the anyway yeah, yeah. it's captain planet <laughs> if, you, if you haven't missed uh, some chemistry lessons right 
maybe find it. You will know which It's one element. of the easy elements. Yeah, it's one of yeah, the easy it's, elements. It's very okay, yeah, easy. It's, yeah, yeah. It's nothing obscure. Yeah. Okay, that's that's it's very so easy. Hard. It's fire, <laughs> earth, wind, and water. Water. Yeah. Ah, yeah, exactly. But I yeah, like that's... I like I like my British accent. Water. Water. I think water. it's much more sophisticated okay. than yeah. Definitely. So, so it's yeah. Water. The... What's the name, Lily? Can you can you? I I know it's something to do with water, but anyway. It's it's called Water Music. Uh, oh. it's, it's from the famous composer Handel, uh, who was German, but he was naturalized British. Um, and this is a piece. Um, that he created in the seventh, in the 18th century, and wow. is um, performed by Orquestra Sinfonica Brasileira, so the Brazilian Symphonic Orchestra in Rio de Janeiro. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, digital piece that will be available for everyone at any time during the festival's um, a period from 18th of May to 18th of June. So you can watch at the comfort of your own sofa with some popcorn and just enjoy some classical music. It's really beautiful. Amazing. All right, cool. Wow, really cool. What my about time, you, my turn, my turn. No, it's Caio now, right? Yes. All right, my turn then. So here it goes. Um, as part of our children's program, uh, we have invited the Upper Company that will present once again one of their hits in our own theater space in the Pinheiros branch. Do you know which artist or maybe which piece from the British culture this is about? Come on, you, you can make it. I, I just just let me say something here. I I, I, I I was talking about. I'm getting very nostalgic today. You know, talking about the <laughs> Cultura Inglesa Festival. I have some really fond memories of the Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros Theater. Man, I, I've seen some great stuff there. I remember one of the first things I attended when I when I joined Cultura Inglesa. Actually, when I started working at Cultura Inglesa, it was a, a Pride and Prejudice play. Mm -hmm. At uh, Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros performed entirely by students. Wow. But it was but it was like a high value product. It was not just, you know, like a school project or anything. Uh, it was a, and, and this was part of the teen drama Festival. initiative that mm -hmm. yes, you you can also join this, okay, if you're if you're listening to us, uh, you can also participate, right? Yes, and, and now uh that's another um an amazing uh, step that the festival is taking this year by presenting work uh, created and performed by our own students. So yes. uh, there are many, many things that we are doing with students, uh, including mm -hmm. one international project that will be, um, uh, there, there is a publication, the Book of São Paulo, that is, that is being created by 250 students of Cultura Inglesa. But there are many others, and there will be a weekend at Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros, Bill, uh, of performance of an amazing project about climate justice with students of Cultura Inglesa. So if you want to repeat that nostalgic experience, <laughs> oh, yeah, that uh, there is a chance at this year's festival again. 
Thanks, Lily. Yeah, that, that, so that's great, right? Uh, guys, just so you know that the Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros Theater is a, a great place, you know, and, and I have uh, great memories uh, of it. But anyway, uh, well, it let's is. see. British well, let Theater. Let me bring you guys back on track, yeah? British it's Theater. British Theater, yes. yes. Come on. So I'm gonna go with a very obscure name. Uh, sh sh we, uh, my namesake, William. Oh, oh, but gosh. Shakespeare, not Bueno, right? William Shakespeare, right? Yes. Precisely. Yeah, all right. Yes. Precisely right. Well done. And that's that's o Othello, am I right? That's Othelito, exactly, the, um, the title. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, it's just Othello for uh, children. It's amazing. It's fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a revival as well. This piece was created by the Cultura Inglesa Festival couple of years ago as part of our open call uh, and we'll, it's a hit uh, so it went on tour on several cities in Brazil uh, and now it's back to be um, represented uh, in our own theaters so yeah it's a show not to be missed for sure Fantastic. how fun and I'm sure kids are gonna love it because I must confess here that Othello was the very first piece of Shakespeare I ever read as a kid and I loved it <laughs> it's time for How Do You Say, the part of our show where we ask each other vocabulary questions related to the conversation we just had. All right. Uh, so, Lily, uh, there was a moment you were talking about the, the technologies and, you know, uh, some of the stuff that will be available during the festival and you used the term cutting edge. Could you please explain what it means? Yes, I love this word and I always <laughs> use it. Um, cutting edge means everything that is like very trendy, modern, the latest, like the cherry of the cake. The things that are literally up and running right now. <laughs> and that's what the festival brings, cutting-edge work. So things that you, you won't be able to see anywhere else just at Kuturingbeza Festival. So um, cutting-edge is the, the thing of the moment. Mm, nice. And we're going to have lots of that. <laughs> lots of that during the festival, right, Lily? Yes, loads <laughs> of that. <laughs> And in order to uh, go to events like that, cutting edge stuff, I suppose, I suppose, but I want to check with you, Bill, um, if I need to be well-dressed, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the, 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 the thing we said about haute couture, right? Oh, mm, look at my fantastic pronunciation. pronunciation. I loved it. Yes. Yeah, so this is a term uh, from French. That means, you know, uh, the most expensive, the fanciest, the most sophisticated uh, items of clothing that money can buy. And France is a country that, you know, is known for it. So there you go. And Lily, there was something... Uh, like, it, we, we were talking about the festival and... Uh, some of the, the events and where they are going to happen. And you kept using this word venue. Uh, venue, right? 
Yes. Uh, can, could you explain, uh, please, what That's it means? That's a very uh, festival uh, word. Uh, <laughs> used a lot in international festivals, like in Edinburgh, where we go and see work to bring to Brazil, to Cotringa as a festival. Oh. So venues are, are the spaces where the performances are presented. Um, so at this year's uh, festival, we have nine venues. Oh. We have, um, I didn't say that before, but here it goes. We have four units who will be venues of the festival. Cultura Inglesa oh. Vila Mariana, Cultura Inglesa Santo Amaro, Cultura Inglesa Pinheiros, uh, Cultura Inglesa Santo André. Uh, oh, there is one more. And Guarulhos, five Cultura Inglesa oh. venues. Um, plus Centro Cultural São Paulo, Cinemateca... Sesky, so we have nine venues in total at this year's festival. It's a very nice name. Yeah, not only in, in the capital, right? I mean, we're going to have Santo André, Guarulhos, which is great also for students who don't necessarily live in the capital. Absolutely. So there's no excuse to miss, you know, the events. I was very um, uh, curious to know when you said that you as a an audience member of the festival uh, when you went to the events you were always running into students yes what it's does very, running to mean it's very important to explain that Lily because phrasal verbs are dangerous depending on the preposition you use it's completely different so some of some of our listeners might think that I was running from my students guys I would never do that okay I absolutely love running into students, which can also sound a bit aggressive, but it, it, it's definitely not. Let me explain what it means. So uh, run into someone is when you meet someone by chance, like it's not intentional, it's not on purpose, right? So you are like at the shopping mall and oh, is that my student or is that my teacher? Oh yeah, so what are you doing here? How have you been? So this is what run into someone means. I love phrasal verbs and I, one of my best, uh, one of my favorites is like running like a headless chicken. It's very old fashioned, I know. You can tell oh. me. I'm still young, but I still use this expression. <laughs> yes. Running like. Great. Amazing. Nice. And if you missed any of the terms we use today, this is your chance to catch up, listen to this episode again and try to spot them all. At Cultura Inglesa, we believe in the power of community, which is why we're thrilled to introduce speeches from the seventh edition of Your Voice, our public speaking contest, into our show. Last year's theme was We Expect Too Much From Our Heroes. And today, we'll be listening to a speech by Amanda Vasconcelos. They're off to find the hero of the day. But what if they should fall by someone's wicked way? Those are lyrics to a Metallica song, you know, one of my favorites. And it's about children who hope to find heroes outside of their homes when their parents should be their heroes. Now, a little bit about you listening to my speech right now. I would say that many of you, when asked, you know, out of the blue, would say, my parents are my heroes. And, well, I kind of agree with you. I would say that my parents are my heroes too. 
Um, but I recognize that answering the question itself, who's your hero, is not quite simple. So a hero, a role model, a champion, is a person who's admired for having done something very brave or having achieved something great. And it's used to refer to a main character of a story who is usually good. Now, in Greek mythology, for example, a hero is a demigod, part mortal, part deity. And this last example will that I will use forward um, explains how we might end up looking, uh, looking up to our heroes, but expecting too much from them. So we know that heroic figures have been present in human culture ever since the prehistoric period. So, I mean, basically forever. <laughs> and it's about humble, driven and, and sympathetic individuals that set up examples for society. You know, they wake up this part inside of us that also wants to be heroes. And I will explain this further again using the Greek demigod tales. So demigods are the offspring of a mortal and a god, as I mentioned. And like the latter, they're granted with strength and, and courage, so much courage, much more than a normal person. But also just like us, they are flawed. They're emotionally intricate and they try to do what's just, which might not always be the right thing to do. So some people would say that these imperfections are their Achilles' heel, but this is what actually makes them speak up to us. This side of us that wants what's best for everyone, seeing their flaws, makes us see ourselves in, in those hero, heroic figures. So today's society is filled with devices that make constant the presence of important figures. So much like television to celebrities and leaders of the 20th century, social media muscles in on people's deeds being observed and judged constantly. So I consider this environment we live in to kind of set up unrealistic expectations um, for everyone, you know, for me, for you, um, for maybe our own parents, but, you know, mostly to people in the public eye. So maybe a singer that you really like might be in a difficult situation about something they said in an interview. And, it, you know, it's about those people that we tend to have an idyllic image of. So also because of this social media phenomenon, we as a society tend to put people up a pedestal. So at their first mistake, um, skepticism and eventually disapproval take the lead. So I began my speech saying that our parents should be our heroes. Now, the thing that actually makes our parents heroes is that in the past, they made mistakes. And as their children, they don't want us to make the same mistakes that they did. You know, our parents, they brought us up, they care for us and they love us. But it's not only that that makes them heroes. It's actually them wanting us to be better than them that makes them heroes. So, um, as I said, by definition, heroes are usually, but not always good. Being a hero is about more like being morally right. It's about being selfless. It's about proactivity. So the demigods, again, they engage on those journeys, those bold exploits in the name of the gods for the greater good of humanity, because it's the right thing to do. Much like most people we grant with the title of heroes, they just want what's best for most of us or for everyone. So when we look outside of home for heroes, it can be smoke and mirrors. So each day we pick and choose the hero. And then at their first mistake, we kind of nullify the individual's character, so, which is clouded by their faults. 
it can show that we treat anyone as a disposable hero. So now I'll make a path for the conclusion of this speech by quoting The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. I try to find one, but warriors are busy fighting one another in distant lands, and in this neighborhood, heroes are scarce or simply not to be found. So in this passage, Gandalf talks of warriors who, instead of looking for the greater good of humanity because it's the right thing to do, show themselves as those not so selfless individuals. But it's up to us, like Gandalf, to judge the strength of one's heart, not of appearance, and this way, not to expect too much from our heroes. Thank you very much for your attention today. That was a fantastic speech, wasn't it? If you want to be part of your voice, stay tuned to the Cultura Inglesa podcast for updates on this year's edition. Well, it's been a pleasure to discuss the Cultura Inglesa festival with you all today. We hope we have inspired you to check out some of the fantastic events happening between May 18th and June 18th. Don't forget to follow the festival on Instagram at Cultura Inglesa Festival, all together, and tag us with your favorite moments from the festival. And next week, we'll be discussing digital well-being again, so stay tuned for that. Thank you once again, Liliani and Bill, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Caio. Thank you, thank you. It was great. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Until next time, keep exploring the world of English language and culture. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.